Hello, welcome unofficially to the Reimagine Teaching Podcast. This is Brittany. I wanted to give a little intro to the podcast. Um, Our guest for this podcast is Jenna Honor. Um, We actually recorded this back in July, um, before school was started, when I had a little more time in my schedule. Um, This episode is a little bit longer than our previous ones. I didn't cut any content out. Um, Jenna and I talk about teacher burnout, the topic of the topic, or the topic of the podcast, but we also talked about being Enneagram 2s, being probably ADHD, and it's a little bit all over the place, but it was so fun and so genuine that I couldn't bear to cut anything. So I apologize for the extra long length, but I hope that you uh, find time to enjoy this conversation. Thanks. Welcome to Reimagine Teaching, a podcast for teachers, by teachers, and about all things teaching and educated rela- education related. Words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> I'm your host, Brittany. I'm here today with my friend, Jenna, um, who I'm so excited. I'm so excited she's willing to share her story and talk to us. Um you gotta adjust. I can't sit normally in a chair. No, I'm I know so I sorry. can't either. <laughs> <laughs> we were t- we were talking before we joined about how we both probably have undiagnosed ADHD, so it's we both are like squatting on our stool. It's been a journey. My my left foot has been sore for like six months, and they're like, maybe you should stop crossing your legs, and I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. We could just That's, amputate it then. Yeah, we could just cut it off. It's fine. I literally don't know how to not cross my legs when I'm sitting. <laughs> You can Same have though. it. You can have it. I don't need that anymore. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't really like the left one anyway. <laughs> no, no. I left in favor of the other one. <laughs> um, we, I'm, I'm really excited about this conversation. I also, we've not seen each other in like forever. Forever. <laughs> so like we, a long last time. We went for Sorry, breakfast so we can, yes. Okay. Can we cuss? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, so we had to go to breakfast first so we could catch up, and then yeah. this still might be rambly, and it'll be great. We have a checklist, though, so we'll <laughs> yeah, be good. Yes. All right, um, so we're starting with just in your life recently, what's one thing that is bringing you joy? Um, one mm. thing that is making you happy? Uh, pretty much just, like, my dog is the happiest thing in my in my whole life because Aww. I was really stressed out coming home yesterday because I was on, like, a trip for a week. And I come back and I have to hit the ground running because we're going to be moving. And I was, like, I was, like, talking to my husband about it. And I'm just, like, snuggling my dog the entire time because I was, like, this is what's going to keep me calm and in a good place right now. It's just all What dog kind of love. dog? It's a, he's a miniature dachshund mix. He's a rescue. Aww. So he's my little nugget, and I love him. He's also an old man. <laughs> so he acts like a grumpy, but he gets a little, like, burst of puppy energy, which Aww. is fun. So he got so really excited when we came home. Aw. Mm-hmm. I, um, we were talking about how long it takes to recover from the school year. Mm-hmm. So I finally, in the last couple weeks, have hit my, like, I can do things creative again. Yeah. So it's been really fun to get... To do things with my hands. That's so awesome. I were in my craft room, like, have been working on craft stuff and mm-hmm. I'm painting and then did 
yard work and like actually wanted to be out in the yard pulling weeds and trimming stuff and that's did a stained awesome. glass window class last <gasps> weekend. That's and, right. You said that. I'd love that. Yeah. Like, but I actually have the mental capacity to like to do, do things. That. I purposely like was not doing stuff during the school year because I was like, I want to enjoy that thing. <laughs> and if I yes. start it right now, I was like, I'm not. I'm going to forever equate this thing that I was really excited about with this terrible time. <laughs> this yeah. whole year I was like and I can't associate the two yeah. I was like, so I have to wait so my like my therapist thought that was weird my husband thought that was weird I was like but then I tell another teacher and they're like yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah that tracks yeah. <laughs> which is a wild yeah. I wild know. thing so I'm paying for it because I have carpal tunnel <laughs> oh, <no>. so I'm like <laughs> so I'm playing video games and painting All and the then like you need the fine motor skills for and now my hand hurts <laughs> last night I was literally like holding my hands up in the air trying to fall asleep <laughs> How'd that go? Well, <laughs> we fall asleep eventually. Not as well as you imagine. <laughs> and I turned to my husband, I was like, will you? And he's like, no. <laughs> All right, good night. Well. I'm going to get some ice packs. Yeah. That's fine. It's just uh, silently suffer. It's fine. <laughs> don't, even, don't even worry about it. Per usual. Yeah. Um. So... It's been really funny because the first couple people I interviewed, actually, I'm like, what's your job? And they're like, I'm changing jobs. So <laughs> yeah. for the third time. So what was your job? Yeah, <laughs> I was a pre-K teacher for most of my, like, teach. So I taught for six years. This is, I just finished my sixth year. Um, I taught pre-K in Indianapolis for three years in inner city. And then I moved back to Wisconsin, taught at a charter school in the south side of Milwaukee for a year teaching kindergarten. And then went back into MPS doing pre-K again. So I only okay. really did one year of kinder and then. But it was also COVID year. So I only really didn't even finish my one year no. of kinder. And, and kindergarten virtually. <laughs> I went right back into pre-K. So I was like, this is a lot for me. No. Um, I taught elementary when we started during COVID. And I did upper elementary. Yeah. But like, obviously was still in the building. Yeah, the absolutely. Virtual kindergarten is. It's a whole oh. Whole time. Those it's words time. should never go together. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Oh, literally. <laughs> oh god, it was like a joke. I'm like, I'm like, hello. I'm this way, and they just they're they're not looking at the computer. Oh, I'm like, I am over here. I had to like bring my computer into like the living room because I one of the activities I did with my kids during the school year, like virtual year. La- um, you know, last year was like I was doing like an extra like counting and like exercise. So I was like, we're gonna like I'm gonna show like an exercise, like a GIF or whatever, like on this like PowerPoint. We're gonna figure out what the number is. They don't know what numbers look like, so we're gonna figure out what the number is, and then we're gonna do that thing that many times. Right. So we're gonna count it out. And so Brandon like comes out. It was like 7:30 in the morning. And, like, like jumping jacks. Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like doing jumping jacks in the living room and like weird stuff like in the middle of like the space. My dog is like. My mom is on the floor, so now it must be playtime. It is not playtime. I'm trying to, like, teach. And Brandon walks into this, like, show of me being like, no, Brianna, like, I'm over here. I'm over this way. Make sure you're moving. And then as soon as my kids have to, like, get up and do anything that's not, like, them sitting in front of the computer, they're gone. <laughs> they're oh, yeah. out. They're mentally, they're gone. Snack time. Yeah, literally. All of a sudden, I'm like, where did they go? And their mom would, like, pop in the screen, like, sorry, they went to go to the bathroom or get water or, like, whatever it was. I'm like, I thought they just went to the bathroom. They're like, yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Are you still doing school? Because like, he just went to the he park. Just left. <laughs> like, 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 well, it's fine. Like, we're all just trying to survive. That's so real. <laughs> Get it. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, pre K. Pre K was the main thing, and I was like, 
or a few different hats. Like this year, I was also IT for most of my building. Um, oh, because, because my school um, only has an IT person one half day a week that would come Ooh, through. Okay. So um, all the other days, the, um, you know, millennial <laughs> would come through and has to, you know, <laughs> be IT for everyone. Like, have you Googled it? Yeah. Literally. You don't know what Google is. Literally. Okay. <laughs> there was one time where somebody was like, I'll watch your classroom if you could just come down and fix my smart board. And I was like, okay, great. So she like, so we like do like a quick tag team in the hallway running back and forth. <laughs> my kids cannot be left alone for a second. And so I'm like, quick, like tag out. I go to her room and I'm like, she's like, I don't know, it was working fine earlier. And then, of course, you probably already can guess what the issue was. If it's not turning on at all, it's not, plugged, thing, in. It's not plugged in. <laughs> it's not plugged in. And so I was like, I was like, yeah, it's not plugged into the wall. And she was like, it was plugged in this morning. I'm like, did you move it at all since this morning? I adjusted it. It probably just unplugged when you adjusted it, my dude. Like, you just had to go back and check. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, That's so right. good. And then I was the athletic director when I was in um, Indy for my school. So oh, my I was, gosh. So I did all the... Um, and I coached like middle school volleyball and things like that. Oh my so gosh. All the things. Many hats. Yeah. <laughs> all the hats. Maybe mm. that's why I'm burnt out. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I pieces say. pieces are starting all to right. come together. Yeah. <laughs> so at the preschool, I'm just curious because in, in our school district, um, the preschool program is funded differently than the rest of the schools. So it is, it's not like that in Milwaukee. not Milwaukee public schools, but in Indianapolis. So when I got to Indianapolis and I started teaching there, they had only had pre-K in the city for two years before I got there. Oh my gosh. Like as like a public program. Yeah. And so like I roll up and like, I'm like, we're still in the stage of like trying to justify why pre-K is like even a thing or important. And so I like walk into that environment and I find out that like pre-K is separate from the rest of IPS where um, you basically just rent a room in that school. So your school could get flipped and turned into a charter, turned into an innovation school. They could go private, whatever it is. But the pre-K program is still renting that space in the school. So even if it's not an IPS school, you can still be an IPS pre-K in that school. Wow. And so, like, my school at the time was, um, it was like I was in an IPS school, luckily, that was still part of that public system. But while I was there, they were getting, um, they were getting, what was it called? Um, they're basically getting, um, investig not investigated, but like everything was being looked over because yeah. the school was failing. Yeah. And so they were like, so they had to get, um, they had to get like, I'm not audited, but like whatever the equivalent yeah. of audit is, um, from like the state, from like our district. And so our district was the one who was leading it. And then the state stepped in and so the district passed it off then to the state. So we had to like go through like a whole big like improvement plan. So essentially like they got shut down the year that I, after I left. Mm-hmm. And so then they got flipped over to a, um, a charter network, took yep. over to quote, turn the school around. Yep. Um, it's not going well because I have a my coworker that, cause there was two pre-K classrooms there and my coworker is still there. And so we chat every once in a while yeah. and she'll tell me about everything that's happening in that school. And it sounds much, much worse now than yeah. it was when I was there. And so, like, <laughs> that was, like, a whole thing. But, um, yeah, so that school is very interesting vibe. Very different from IPS to MPS. Yeah. Since pre-K is so established there, whereas, like, in, I- in IPS, I could do whatever I wanted. Because right. Because nobody knows about pre-K. And no. Then, and you were like, like, I promise two-hour nap times are the thing. <laughs> I promise this is right. <laughs> but, like, we had, like, we had to do a lot more, like, child care things. Because they were still trying to, they were under, they were getting funding partially for being accredited for, um for uh, paths to quality and provider eligibility standards. So like they're basically, it's kind of like Young Star and like all those like childcare like um, 
um, rating systems, and so I had to maintain all of, like, the records. So I was also the record keeper for the pre-K program (laughs) at my school, so I had to, like, maintain all of, like, the records for, Mm. like, our our people. Um, I barely got I did get compensated for that. I got a whole $500 once a year for managing the entire pre-K program and making sure that our school was accredited. Awesome. So it was super great. Um, but, uh, so there's a lot of extra things. So I went from like that, from having all that autonomy to then going to like MPS where it's much more like standardized and pre-K had been around forever. And so yeah. like we had like actual, like a book of standards and like all of these things that we had to like follow then. And they had like minutes assigned to, you know, how long yeah. you should be teaching certain things, which is like not at all what I was doing in IPS. So that yeah. was a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, so in our school district, the... Pre-K is separate from, so we have to offer it, but it's separate funding and separate, so they... Do they get to still use, like, the busing and stuff? I don't yep. know. I think so. Because <laughs> when, when I was an IPS, they weren't eligible for busing. So they, like, so oh every, so the, and it was a voucher program, so Pre-K was not at every school either. So you had to, like, there was a lottery system to get in, and then when you did get in, you, like you had, like, a list of school that was, like, your preferences. Yeah. And so they would pick, like, from your preference list. Um, but you could be a sense, like, I had a couple of kids that were, like, across the city. So they had to drive their kid all yeah. the way to my school. It was across the city because well, that was the lottery system that they got. And the so. only reason I know that the pre-K is not part of school district is because, as an ESL teacher, we were not allowed <laughs> to service them. Oh, interesting. So we would have kids who were doing half-day pre-K, and they'd be like, next year in kindergarten, this kid will be on the caseload. But we can't do anything to help them this year. That stinks. We, our, kids, our kids weren't serviced for ESL either, even though, like, I told yeah. you our school was mostly Hispanic. And so, like, <laughs> or, like, and so we had no ESL services, though, for pre-K, but they got it when they went to kindergarten. Um, but they were able to receive, like, speech and things like yeah. that, like, with, like, because we had um, well, it's ideas the, people. Yeah, like, the birth to three program. Um, yeah. And so my friend Christina is in Racine County right now and does the birth to three program yeah. that goes into yeah. preschools and stuff. But yeah. as far as ESL services, yeah, no, they're in the school, but they don't get them until the kindergarten. <laughs> Which is just, you know, one well, said about early intervention <laughs> being the best way to go, but then no one likes no. to listen when you try to give an intervention or push for an intervention. Right. That's always a fun time. What's really fun is that I'm, so I'm, like, I went to school for early child education, but, and early childhood special education, so I'm licensed in both. Okay. And so, like, when, but when I got to Indianapolis, um, like, my, my early child license transferred. They said I would have to take another test if I'm lying in my bed, like, license to transfer, and I was like, well, since I don't need it right now, I'm not going to do anything, but they did offer me, like, a, a certificate for, like, a, for, um, for interventions and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and so, but when I had, I had a ton of kids, of course, who come in, like, undiagnosed for, like, many different things, and so I would go to, like, the meetings to try to, like, push to get them assessed, like, for an IEP, and, like, scoffed at <laughs> It's just right. fun. I was like, well, like, I'm also trained in this thing, though. Like, I also have extensive education in this exact category, but did not matter mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure this will come up later, too, but that was one of the reasons I left the elementary school that I left was yeah. I have a master's degree in trauma-informed instruction. And they didn't want to listen to you about trauma-informed instruction? And I was told that I could not lead the trauma-informed team because I didn't go to some three-day conference that was invite-only. And I was like... Oh, fun! Okay, but I would have if you had invited me. Yeah, first of all. And also, they were like, yeah, we talked to this guy named Sporletter, and I was like, yep, Yep. I did a whole class on his book. I did more than three days Um, studying that thing. (laughs) Right. That person, whatever it is. Right. 
and like had to use his book and create a model for my current build. Yeah. Like I already have the plan written because mm. that was my final project for my master's program. Yeah. So like you could just like I could just come in and be like, here's the plan I had to make for my degree. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. And then we just didn't have a trauma-informed team that year. Oh, Instead great. of letting me run it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so I'm not staying here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally am qualified to do this. And you won't let me do it. And volunteering being, to do it. Yeah. I feel like people have to get, like, talked into doing things now. In fact, somebody, like, came up and was like, yeah, I will gladly take this over. And they still were like... No. <laughs> Sorry. We don't want your help. Actually, we don't want anyone's help. We're just going to let this whole program fall to the wayside. Yeah. That's exactly. ridiculous. So, I'm so glad that you came because you <laughs> wanted to... Well, we talked about multiple titles. I was like, which of these do you like the best? <laughs> about reimagining teacher burnout. Yeah. And reimagining leaving the teaching field. Yeah. Um, because through the pandemic and stuff... So many teachers have realized that this is just not a viable career. Yeah. And not a viable option. Which is so sad. And I know that you posted on Instagram and then I reached out to you and you were like, I am heartbroken, but also I have to do this. Yeah. And I'm leaving teaching. Yeah. Which sucks. I was like, it took me like a full like year to like figure it out and actually come to terms with leaving. Because I was thinking about it. I had like a whole breakdown during like our virtual year of teaching uh, and to which my husband was like, just quit, just quit. And I was like, I don't, I don't think like, cause he's not in that field. He doesn't understand like the, like, um, the, all the like guilt that comes with it, all the, like the type of like career that it is, that is uh, like people focused and children focused. So it's hard for him to understand. He's like, got a better, much better grasp on it now. But like at the time he did not. You didn't understand. So then I kept through it with for like another school year, assuming that MPS was going to start virtual. And since they did not start virtual for this past school year, um, and then I found out my class was um, extremely like violent and uh, I had no support because unfortunately, like by pure happenstance and unfortunate situations, um, I was supposed to have an assistant all year. Um, and they had a stroke the day before school started because I never even got to meet them. And so it was just really sad. And then I guess she, she decided to just not pick up her position even after the FMLA was yeah. done. And so that and was And they didn't sh- give you a long-term sub or anything? Nope. They don't give you a long-term sub for assistance. And, no. um, they just, or, and so, but they weren't even able to post the job opening until the FMLA was done. So it was three months before they were even able to post her position till three months into the school year. And so, of and course, nobody took it. Nobody's oh being in positions gosh. during the school year. And so I had no support in my classroom for the entire school year. And so after like doing all that, and then also in the first month of school, I was told that I might have to switch to third grade because our, because my school was so small that every year teachers usually have to like change grade levels depending on enrollment of that grade level. Um, and so even though there's only one pre-K and so like clearly I wouldn't get moved on in position, but whoever does have to move grade levels gets to pick whether or not they take over my classroom because I was the one with the lowest, um, seniority at that school. <laughs> so they could Wait. just, so they could just be like, yeah, I'd like to teach pre-K now. Like I know I can't teach second grade cause there's not enough people here for me to teach second grade. Um, but now I would like to do pre-K even though that classroom already has a teacher. Also, you aren't certified to do 
I'm certified for third grade. You are. Third, okay. Third, third grade's my max in my okay. life. Okay. <laughs> I was like... Which is... Which sucks because I specifically... It's, I've told friends, like, this whole time, I'm like, I cannot even do third grade. Like, I can't even do the older kids. I'm like, because, like, even that's, like, not in my wheelhouse. Like, I know my, like... I right. know my strengths. I know, like, that my strengths do not yeah. lie. When you show up to third grades. grade and you're like, let's do patty cake. They're yeah, like, they're absolutely like... Not. They're like, yeah, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I can, like, shoot the shit with them, but, like, as far as, like, trying to teach them math and things, that was a hard pass. Right. Like, so. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, so I had, like, so I, I remember so vividly because I was on my way to a wedding. It was, like, in September in the first month of school because oh, that was a good idea. So I, like, so I get to this wedding. We're, like, pulling into the hotel. Um, Brandon goes to, like, start filling up, like, the, the gas tank. He goes inside the gas station to get, like, I don't know, like, a monster or something. I read this email about me potentially having to move to third grade, and he comes back from inside the gas station. I am bawling. I'm just like sobbing, and he's like so confused. He's like, "What? I wasn't leaving." Yeah, he was like, "What has changed in the last like (laughs) sixty seconds?" And I'm like, and so I really thought that I was going to have to quit in September because I was like, I am already like not okay. I was like, and if I have to move to third grade, I was like, I just have to leave. Like, I can't. I can't do yeah. that. So I was like talking to my parents. I was talking to Brandon. I was like, I might have to quit. It's like September. It's the beginning of the school year. I'm going to break my contract. In an MPS, they make you pay three grand if you want to break your contract. Right. And that's very common in school districts. Oh, it's absurd. Like you sign the contract for the year and so you have to pay yeah. us. And then in MPS, they auto renew you. So they like, so they like, there's no like signing of another card. They'll just auto renew. So like when I have, when I resigned after the school year was done, I had to make sure that it was, I had sent out that email before it auto renewed. Oh my gosh. Because then like. Contract, like, so we, we have to have our contract signed by whatever date, but we do have yeah. to sign it. Yeah. And contracts usually come out in May. Yeah. May. So I had to like send it in before. And that's like, really, May yeah, that's sl- really early to know. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Uh, and like since I was so burst out like in May I was like I by that point I was in therapy I wasn't in therapy at the beginning of the school year but at the end of the school year I was in therapy and I was finding my therapist but I was like I don't have like the mental like space to apply for jobs and do this whole job hunt I haven't even finished out the school year yet and like and I am not okay and she was like I think you just need to come to terms with the fact that like you might not be able to like apply to anything until after the school year is over and I was like yeah I can't handle that <laughs> I, was like, I was like I also can't handle that though it's like so we had to find some kind of middle ground <laughs> we did not I did not apply to anything like hardly at all I think there's one day where I like mass applied to things because I was stuck in like the car dealership all day because my car was like stuck <laughs> like, so I have I to like, be miserable I was like if I have to be sitting here for four hours I might as well just double be down. productive yeah that's funny <laughs> so so we knew each other in high school yes and did you in college yeah huh. did you and you knew though when we were in high school that you wanted to be a teacher right I've known since I wanted to be a teacher since the third grade okay Same. So second like, grade. Yeah. So like, I felt, I was like, I feel like we were very similar. Jen and oh, I were very similar. Like, <laughs> this is what we're doing. Yeah. So what was your, like, purpose for wanting to be a teacher? Um, I have a really, like, I wanted to be a teacher, I think, for a while. And then I had a really awesome, like, fourth grade teacher that, like, was really good about, like, reimagining what, like, my learning had looked like up until that point. And it was a, it was a unique classroom. It was a mixed grades classroom. So it was a, like, fourth and fifth grade, like, combined um, class. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to have her for the two years. We ended up moving back to Wisconsin because this is my, like, during my short time, like, in Illinois as, like, a child. And so, um, but she was super amazing. I still kept in touch with her. I still emailed her a little bit, like, even when I was in college and stuff. She was a super wonderful human. But I was like, man, that would be so great because now I, like, like school so much more and I really want to, like, make that as fun for somebody else like she Mm -hmm. did for me. And so, um, 
but I think it took me a while to figure out what age I wanted to do because I was like, I don't know, like, I like kids, all kids, you know, it's yeah. all, it'll be great. And so after, like, a lot of, like, babysitting and, like, working um, with kids, like, for, like, VBS and, like, whatever, things like that, I realized I really liked, like, the little ones a lot more. I was like, I think this is, this is what I can vibe with. This is what I like, you know, I have so much more patience for, like, the little ones than I do for, like, the older kids. Even though I know they're not grown adults and, like, my same brain, like, I know these things, but, like, in the moment, I'm just, like, super irritated. I'm like, this is not the energy that's going to mix well and make a good learning environment for you. So, like, I'm gonna <laughs> stick with, like, what I know, which is gonna be, like, little ones. So I decided, like, early childhood was the best because I loved working with babies and I loved working, like, preschool. And so I was like, that's gonna be my niche. Like, mm -hmm. that's, my, that's my stuff. Which worked out well. I actually didn't want the license and, like, I got licensed in special education because it was a dual program. So, like, everything was intertwined. And so I actually did not want my SPED license and I knew I didn't want a job in SPED. Yeah. And so I was really worried that, like, the school would have a SPED opening and then put me in SPED anyway, even though I didn't want to be there. Right. And so I tried to, like, talk to my counselor. I'm like, is there any way I can just, like, not do this part of the program? <laughs> can and they're like, not put that on my diploma? <laughs> they were like, I didn't want to do the program at all. I was like, I don't even want to bother with, like, these classes. And like, no, like, you have to, like, this is the, this is the whole point of the program. They're like, like normally people are excited about getting to do both at the same right. time and I'm like I am not that person I was like there's too much I shouldn't know known anxiety too long earlier because I was not so me. worried about it <laughs> so worried about it that's cool though I didn't realize they offered that program mm -hmm. we um <laughs> I had to do I had to overload on credits to graduate in four years oh yeah because, I had to do four and a half because um, secondary education requires you double major yeah so I had to do secondary education and English yeah. and then ESL on top of that was an additional however many almost a minor yeah and so yeah so i graduated with two and a half degrees essentially <laughs> i know i tried to do i tried to put on a minor on my so like the program that i went into they only accepted people once a year and so if you didn't get into the program you had to wait a full year to apply again and it was a three-year program so like you only got to apply during the fall semester of your sophomore year and then, like, if you didn't get in, you had to wait till your fall semester of your junior year. Oh, my God. And so I, like, applied. Luckily, I got in. But then you don't start until the spring semester. And that's a three-year program from that point on. So there's literally no way to get around because they fill because they plan out your classes every year. And it's only 30 of you. So you're with the same people yeah. every semester. And they plan out your entire, like, your entire, like, way through college. Yeah. And they max you out on credits every semester. Yeah. And so, like, that was, like, if I want to, like, graduate sooner, like, I'd have to overload on my credits every semester. And I was, like, and you also have to do they plan it out so you would have to do field work during all these times yeah so, we so did like, too there's no way i think yeah. i had like nine different field placements before i student taught yeah. which is just absurd. we had two we had to do two field placements but all of our because this college was so small all of our education courses were doubled mm. so it was um or no not the education ones our education courses were at night Mm. Um, yeah, because, and then too. we did, cause we did it with the adult learners oh, and all the yeah. ESL classes were doubled. So it was oh. people getting their masters and people getting their undergrad in the same class. Oh yeah. Which is really interesting, but that means That's I had Saturday classes every semester in college. Mm, <laughs> and everyone's sucks. like, yeah, all my classes are on Mondays and Tuesdays. And I I'm know, like, right? all my classes are nights and weekends. <laughs> Yay. All the worst times. Oh no. Um, yeah. So I think... Definitely, though, your reason for starting or wanting to be a teacher was just wanting to 
love on and work with kids. Yeah. I like, that was like my favorite. I think I really like zeroed in on like social emotional learning. That was my favorite part. My absolute favorite part of like teaching. I'm like, I like, like, you know, I love when kids like find out stuff about like realize things about like when they're counting or like doing the alphabet and things like that. Like, but like my real like love was like for like social emotional learning. I loved like, it took forever. It was like the hardest like part of it. But like, it was so cool to see like them like having much more like productive and like respectful interactions after like six months yeah, of school and like stuff. They, and, just, and especially that age they like yeah. turn into little people yeah like, i was oh. like i'm like oh we're, t- we're learning how to be humans here <laughs> like that's like that's all we do yeah yeah <laughs> that's so fun so what we're the same age so you taught yeah. for six years mm-hmm. and then so what factors made it so that you couldn't do it anymore because your uh, love for kids is not... Yeah. It's not like you don't love children no, anymore. I had a friend <laughs> You woke was, up, you're like, I had a horrible nightmare. Right. <laughs> Turns out I hate them all. <laughs> yeah. My friend, uh, Brandon's friend, who um, was the one who's getting married in um, October, he, he said to me one day, he was like, um, I was, we were both also like, had been like drinking at night and everything. And so we were like, you know, talking about our feelings and whatever. And I was saying how I think I'm going to like leave education. This was back in like... Um, January of a school year I think and so I was explaining to him you know all the stuff that had happened that school year and why I was feeling that way and he was like it sounds like you don't you just don't want to teach anymore he's like that's okay and blah blah and I and I, I had to like stop in mid-sentence I was like no that is not the case I'm like if that's what you took away then I did a bad job of explaining I was like because I would love to teach forever I was like this is all I want to do for the rest of my life forever I was like but it's just not like a place that's safe for my mental health and well-being so like I have to like I have to take care of that (laughs) unfortunately which sucks because I really wanted to I really wanted to stay and stick around because I I love that stuff but like I couldn't like a lot of my coworkers can leave work at the end of the day and they can leave work at work I cannot like my Mm. brain like will stick onto it like and I feel like it's part of, like, you have, like, you know, you have to be everything for your, like, kids. You have to be their nurse. You have to be their counselor. You have to be their, like, parent. You have to be their teacher. You have to be all of the things for them all of the time. And so, like, then you feel like they are your children. And so if they're my children, then I care about them not just at school but outside of school. So then I'm waking up with panic attacks in the middle of the night worried about, like, my kids worried about, like, what tomorrow is going to be like. And since my kids were so, so violent this year, even at, like, four and five years old, so mm-hmm. violent – that, like, I was, like, I'm worried about, you know, the safety of all my other kids in the class. Like, what's so-and-so going to do tomorrow? Am I going to be able to, like, have the space for that? And, like, so many things. So Yeah. And then those good. situations, I mean, I have, at the elementary level, had a couple of students who were really aggressive and violent. Mm-hmm. And as one of the adults that could handle that. Yeah. Then and I had him all a lot. Of them. All, <laughs> yeah, then you get them all the and time. And so, but a couple of things. So, like, one... I feel like we tended to get less support with him. Yeah. Because he also overwhelmed the other adults. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd be like, you know, I I can't right now with him. Yeah. And then, like, call the office and nobody comes. And you're <laughs> yeah. like... that's what... That was you're like, no, I, I was phoning it in. Yeah. And then you... I can't have everyone else also phone it in. Yeah, all year. All year I'd call the office. I'd call, like... There were, like, four different numbers I'd call. Nobody answered. Or, like, they'd be like, all right, I'm going to send somebody. It'd be, like, 20 minutes. And be like, all right, what can I do? I'm like, it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> like, like... We're past Like, it. We're, we're past it, unfortunately. Like, sometimes, though, like, the kid would still be going off. And I'm like, I'm like, I, they could probably still use a walk. Like, you can take him for a little bit. But, like, more often than not, nobody came. So I just stopped calling. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my energy. And then I'm endangering the rest of my class. Right. 
by like trying to be across the room and on the phone trying to get help when like that kid's still having an episode and it's still in the thick of it. Yeah. And, like, and then sometimes our when we do have support, the people who are available to support don't actually know how to help. No, that's and that was like the tough part like about like little ones too. Nobody knows how to handle the littles. Or they like they underestimate like how yeah. how it's going to go. They assume like, oh well they're just little or oh they'll figure it out or they'll grow out of it as if it's something that they're just going to like naturally like drop off, like an allergy or something. They're just gonna <laughs> grow out of it. I did not get that luxury either. <laughs> like, but, like, I have allergies still. I have allergies still. Living proof um, that does not work. Yeah, I'm like, it just doesn't work that way. I'm like, they don't just magically grow out of it. I'm like, they have to be taught to not do that anymore. They have to be taught, like, a substitute for to not, like, react that way or a more productive way to react to, like, yeah. things. And so they were just kind of did not, they didn't yeah. understand any of that Or stuff. going with an adult who's like, that was bad. Yeah. You're bad. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, that didn't help. Yeah, that was not helpful. <laughs> like, my principal, honestly, like, I liked her a lot. And I told her that, like, when on my way out, I was like, I like you a lot and I like this school. I'm like, but, like, it's not that she wasn't trying her best. It's not that everybody wasn't trying their best and everybody was really kind. I'm like, there's just not enough support to go around. I'm like, we have, yeah. like three or four open positions, which doesn't set you, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not a lot, but, like, for our small school that only has, you know, like, one te- one or two teachers per grade, and it's only pre-K through fifth, like, yeah. we have a very small school, like, so when we're missing four people in a day, that's huge, that's right. a huge impact for us, and so, like, it, like, we just didn't have enough help to go around, and, like, my old, my assistant from the previous school year um, was was really good about, like, coming and helping, but she had a new role. She had a new job. She was, uh, like, she was still in the school, but she was now our parent coordinator, our parent liaison. So, like, yeah. she had a whole job to do herself, and, like, we were, like, like work wives. I love her so much, and so she would come down, and she would help as much as she possibly could, which was really nice of her. But I also didn't want to burden her all that often because that's not her job, and, right. like, and she has a job to do. And so, like, I'm like, oof, there's just not enough people and here. And I, I feel like in teaching right now, there is. There's such a lack of staff and support and understanding yeah. what the needs are, and someone has to pick up the slack. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. So, like, I do that a lot of the time, because people pleaser. I like that. Right. And I want to, like... And like I, I'm I an know, Enneagram 2. I'm an Enneagram 2, 100%. <laughs> Enneagram 2, and, like, I'm, like, I'm just, like, everywhere, because I love to help people, and I love to, like, help anybody all the time. It's, like, my favorite thing is we hold all the life in the world, but, like, to a point, it becomes real unhealthy. Right. <laughs> like, and right. Especially, it's so easy to fall in that trap, too, because there's so much unpaid labor already in school, and so when yeah. you're already doing all the unpaid labor just for yourself, and then when other people ask you to help, too, then you're adding on to that load, and it just ends up being way, 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 way too much. Way too much. I spent too like, even this year, though, I, like, had... I had a fairly, like, decent, like, work-life balance as far as not bringing work home with me. That wasn't even, like, the issue. It was the, it was that, like, I just, my brain couldn't turn off. Yeah. So I'd, I couldn't sleep at night. I'd, like, I'd be, like, on a 10 all day. Like, just, like, so anxious and worried. And I ended up, like, going on, like, a medication at the, at the end of the school year that helped, like, take the edge off. But, like, it's not, like, it's not gonna be, like, long-term helpful. No, it's really interesting, especially at the elementary level because you the kids do rely on like you have your class all day mm-hmm. and they rely on you for so much yeah the number of teachers that joked about it but you could tell it was real about like drinking every night after work mm-hmm. was so serious oh, like yeah. I came home one day and was like they all drink all the time yeah oh yeah oh, and then yeah. after a year and a half I was like oh I understand why yeah right 
Yeah. Because, like, you just are trying to sleep tonight. You're just trying to sleep. Just trying to hang out. Like, it, right, I started taking, um, like, towards the end of, like, I think the last, like, two months of the school year, I started to take those, um, like, CBD, like, gummies at yeah. night. Just so I could sleep. I was like, I need something that's going to, like, help me turn my brain off. Yep. And so, like, because I, like, I wouldn't be able to stop thinking about it. And as soon as, like, I was trying to describe to my therapist, I'm like, it's just, like, my whole life is full of distractions. I just need to, like, do, be doing something else constantly. I need to be like, thinking about something else. Or I just need to, like, mindlessly stare at a wall for a while. Anything yeah. that keeps me from thinking about whatever happened at school. Yeah, I started taking CBD when I taught at the elementary because mm-hmm. it was, again, not the kids. <laughs> no. That's what I always tell people. The kids are just, like, trying like, their best. Like, they're just, like, little people. They don't want to be people. They're like, yet. how's work going? And I'm like, anybody who's not in education, I have to say, first of all, it's not the kids. Yeah. It's always the other Never adults. Th- <laughs> Like, and it, well, for me, it wasn't even necessarily, like, a lot of the times it wasn't even, like, the adults. Well, I mean, it was frustrating when nobody would come and answer my calls for help. That right. part was really frustrating. Or the system itself. Yeah, or the or... system itself. But even then, like, it wasn't even them. It was just, like, we just don't have enough help. We just don't have yeah. enough help. And, like, I was supposed to have an assistant all year, and I had a really small class this year, which any other year would have been a blessing. I would have killed for, like, this, like, yeah. this, like, not low number of students. But since when, you know, you have, like, I think I had, like, 14 kids a lot of the time I think was my average this year which is a dream in like pre-k I was also by myself with like the 14 kids and when you know eight of them are violent and I only have like like extreme violence and two of two of those eight kids are identical twins who just like rumble it's like my classroom turned into WWE <laughs> every day like oh no they, oh gosh it was so bad oh, like and I you love... only have one class per grade level so yeah you could split them up nope nope there was nowhere for them to go like, I was like I'm the only paid for teacher so like they're just gonna have to chill mama talked about we I went back and forth mom all year trying to like get them to like come on alternate days I'm like right now they're both coming in the same day every day and neither of them are learning anything because they're so focused on like brawling with each other one or triggering <laughs> the other one and they were had like so, they had terrible speech so like I think they they got assessed for speech and like towards the end of the school year one of them had 15% intelligibility and the other one had 10% intelligibility oh and so like they basically just talked in their own language all day every day oh and so like at one point she had like said they were she was going to move them to a school where they could be in two separate pre-k classrooms and then they ended up randomly but they didn't come off my roster because she stopped saying that she was going to transfer them to another MPS school didn't see them for like six to eight weeks and they just randomly showed up one day just out of nothing out of the blue I had no idea they were coming they're just like yep we're in awesome. the class again <laughs> like, welcome oh. back Okay, and so the mom started sending them on alternating days, like sometimes, and then she just gave up and started sending them both every day again. So that's oh like, well, this is fine. I'm pretty sure they got kicked out of daycare because they started on like a random like Tuesday in the middle of the week, and I was like, y'all definitely got because I remember like when we went virtual, they're like they were at daycare during like the two weeks that we were virtual, and like the daycare teacher comes on the computer and she's trying to get them like set up, and she just looks beside herself like she is not okay and I was like and I was like listen you can just put one of them on at a time if you want to like distract one of them and have one of them on the computer with me that's fine I was like I don't care like you can you can do that like do whatever you need to do to survive I was right. like if they're not gonna come this afternoon because you want to leave them sleep that's fine I was like I'm not gonna like I'm no snatch like you can just do whatever you gotta do <laughs> you do you <laughs> um so I and really was really interested about burnout and especially how it affects teachers. Yeah. Because teaching is such a strange career. Yeah. <laughs> compared to others. Yeah. So my my and my husband does the opposite. My husband's an accountant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandon's so like he's a his business card says he's a quote sales engineer. He basically is like he basically just like puts works with engineers and like municipalities for like water treatment stuff. Yeah. So like not nothing to do like, with anything like what I'm doing. And then he switched from working 
at a construction company. Now he works at a vet clinic. So <laughs> literally, like, their clients are animals. Yeah. Like, he's, like, so, so, minimal amount yeah, of dealing, people. Yeah, he's going to deal with people. Like, Brandon has to deal with, like, you know, one or two people at a time. And yeah. then it's, like, a quick interaction and he's gone. Like, he's right. out. Like, and oh, so when be nice. I, before I switched to the high school and was... So burnt out. Same thing. Yeah. Therapy in the middle of the year. Yeah. CBD oil. Oof. Staring at walls. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, why don't you just find a new job? And yeah. I was like, yeah. Because I signed a contract. Yeah, because I signed a contract, first of all. Um, also, where? Yeah. Uh, for ESL, it's there's not a lot of positions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... There's a lot of openings in MPS right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Yes. I was like, I mean, but in my school district, like... They would tell me if there was an opening. There's not yeah. any openings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And he said, we'll go to a different school district. I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. They're having the same funding issues. Yep. The same administration issues. The, the same, same stuff. It's... I, I have like, so many friends that, like, left. Like, I talked to some of my friends from um, Indianapolis still. And they've, like, since left IPS and gone to, like, township schools and stuff like that. And now some of them are going back to IPS. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's the same, same shit. Even if they're, like, they're, like, you know, less diverse, um, like... Or put, um, what's it called? Um, more affluent like community, and they, they it's still still same thing, same yeah. same shit show, different concoction of shit, like just all still a shit yeah. show. So one of the things that helped me kind of process through that, well, I did my master's in trauma while <laughs> yeah. I was at that school, experiencing trauma, experiencing <laughs> trauma, <laughs> and I was like, hold up. Um, <laughs> I know, and I was telling you, I also at the same time diagnosed some of my family members with PTSD, yeah. and I was like, you guys, trust me, I have a master's in this. <laughs> trust me, I have a master's Y'all are losing trauma. it. <laughs> That's true. Um, but one of the things that was really interesting to me was to see that what makes up burnout. So yeah. I have some notes um, to kind of talk through. There's kind of three pieces to burnout. Yeah. And I know you're like, follow me on Instagram, but yeah. if your memory's as bad as mine, we just got a review. <laughs> so if we were talking about that at breakfast, it's not great. It's not, it's not <laughs> so great. The, so the first thing is occupational burnout, yeah. which is just the amount of work that you have mm-hmm. is too much. Yep. And the work feels like it's not important. Mm-hmm. Does that ring true for you? I would say the amount of work, but not the, like, lack of importance. I think that's what gave me so much anxiety about it is because it all was so important. The opposite. And so, like, I would get, like, so worried about it because I'm like, this is important. And they're not, like, I. that was, like, my major, like, um, struggle this year especially because, like, a lot of the days were just, like, survival. And, yeah. like, and so, uh, and making sure that nobody got injured, like, from leaving school. Well, but I wonder, like. And so, like, I was like, but they're not learning the letters. They're not learning like, these things. They don't right. have the time to teach in the same way. So, like, are they learning it? Are they picking it up? Am I going to, like, am I not setting them up for success anymore? Like, going into, like, kinder? And so it was, like, a lot of anxiety. That a way. lot of my coworkers. So, as an ESL teacher at the elementary level, mm-hmm. I did, like, support. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a classroom. Yeah. But a lot of the classroom teachers, they felt this in that, like you said, they had a prescribed, like, this is how many minutes you're supposed to spend on all these things every day. I, I ignored mine. All year. <laughs> right. Just like, so, but they, they did. They had this feeling of, like, what you're requiring me to do does not feel important. It does yeah. not feel important to do two hours of math and math games. Yeah. And for, like, and for <laughs> like I'm sure it is like this for, like, all other grade levels, too. Like, for pre-K... I'm like, everything's supposed to be play-based. And y'all are telling me that I have to run, like, teacher-led, like, centers right. for four-year-olds. I'm like, they're, right. they're, first of all, their intention span does not last long enough for me to explain what these centers are. Second of all, like, this is not going to be, this is not going to be impactful for them. I could teach you the same skills through a play-based model or just have them honestly exploring a lot of the time and they'll learn a lot of those skills while exploring the classroom. Like, yeah. I don't, there does not need to be this much teacher-directed. So I just didn't. And nobody came in my classroom because everyone was so, like, 
uh, like everything was so emergency. <laughs> they came like, in have to help. <laughs> they never came. Nobody ever came in to help. Nobody came into like I think I had like one observation slash like sometimes my principal would like wander in and ask me a question and then I'll see one of my kids like losing their mind like somewhere and she'd be like oh does so and so need to like go for a walk I'm like yeah that'd be great thanks and then they come back in like five minutes and still be like Einstein and I'm like this has been helpful thank you so much <laughs> like this has been great so your solution to to that was just to say fuck it yeah and not. <laughs> like, I was like I'm just not gonna call anybody anymore like this is not helpful for me and like this is like like this is just not not useful not useful in no. any way shape or form and as far as like the things that didn't feel significant you just didn't do it. Yeah, I just didn't. I was like, I'm just gonna not pay attention to it. Cause like, am I like, oh, I was like in survival all year. Like, well, yeah, and I think mode. that's. I mean, that's a solution. Yeah. I we I just talked to um, a friend of mine about grading at the high school level. Yeah. And like, what is the purpose of high school? Is it to teach the curriculum, or yeah. is it to prepare them for after high school? Because yep. those yep. are very different goals. Oh, for sure. And I was like, well, if you ask my boss. Mm-hmm. My job is to teach my curriculum. Yeah. Like, if you ask my students, they don't even know what we learn. Yep. But they'll tell you all the conversations we have yep. and all the advice and Absolutely. all the... Like, that's what they remember. And so it's yeah. very interesting. Like, for me, it was it is a survival skill to be like, yeah. we're supposed to read this text today. But... Um, <laughs> but right now our unit's about creativity, so I brought some paint by numbers. Yeah, like... And we're all going to sit and paint I together. hate to leave you the only time. <laughs> like I had to like I just like scrap my plans for the day I was just like well it's sometimes I'd scrap them like or I'd I'd shift them into being something that was like more like rigorous because I knew certain like high flyers were not going to be there and so I was like what hey I could actually get through a lesson for this yeah so and so's not here so everybody else can really like take advantage of this time where like I can like get through a lesson without getting like cussed at in the middle of morning meeting <laughs> like that yes. sounds great I'm like so... the kid who likes to throw things is in here so yeah. today we're gonna actually use the manipulatives that came with our Literally, literally, <laughs> that's exactly how it would go. I'm like, wow, all right, this is here. All right, this is great. Uh, so another portion then that... Nothing I don't love all my kids. I love all my kids so much I would die for them. <laughs> but, like, also it was a nice reprieve sometimes when my most violent kids were in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just to clarify. As like, a professional big sister, <laughs> and I've talked to my parents a lot about my teenage brothers, yeah. I think everyone feels that. Oh, yeah. I love them, but I like when they're not there sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Do the same thing with my husband. Love him so much. We're right. Both, like, but also, it's kind of nice. But also, I need Chinese takeout and yeah. chick flicks, so please yes. kindly find so somewhere Please else find to... somewhere else to go. So another portion that plays into burnout is compassion fatigue. Do you know that mm, word? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, you know, <laughs> as your resident Enneagram number two. <laughs> I was like, I know all about that. Because we both are. <laughs> we were talking at breakfast, like, oh, we're twins. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> just me with her name um this is something so compassion fatigue is i am dealing with other people's shit yeah <laughs> that's my favorite way to say yeah, it like literally and, and like that um what's it called Sec- not the s- secondhand trauma but like the what's it called mm, there's something where like you absorb the trauma that you hear yeah. about from other people yeah that, that's what compassion that, fatigue that's, is yeah. and when you work with kids who have no filter mm. They're going <laughs> to share their shit with you. Oh, absolutely. And one, we're mandated reporters. Mm-hmm. So I do have to do something with some of that information. Yeah. Two, I just care about them. Yeah. So when you tell me, like, I'm really, oh, I had an elementary school kid who was exhausted. He was so crabby and so yeah. mean. And we were like, what is going on? And he's he was so adorable because he, like, always sagged his pants, this little third grader. <laughs> sagged pants, always looked really tough. Yeah, of and course. And like, 
so but so cute and he was so mad and i'm finally like what's going on and he was like i haven't slept all week <laughs> and i was like oh well shit do you want to take a nap like what like <laughs> why what's going on Grandma's sleeping in my room, so I have to mm-hmm. sleep in the living room, and yeah. my uncle's up all night playing video games. Absolutely. Like, I, that's why it was it. Some, sometimes the school year, I was like, I'm not going to follow this rule, and I want somebody to question me about it, because I'm, like, ready to fight. <laughs> so, like, it's so one of my rules that I just did not listen to was, like, so in pre-K and MPS, you're supposed to only do 45 minutes of rest time the first semester, and then... 30 minutes the second semester. And I was like, huh. but when I was in IPS, we had, it was a rule that we could not do anything less than an hour for a pre-K. Mm. So same age group. So I was like, I'm doing an hour and everybody else can just shove it. I'm going to do it the whole year and everyone can fight me on it. I was like ready to fight. And so, and a lot of my kids, like I basically just didn't do stuff for the afternoon, which sounds really bad, but like everyone was so tired. Everyone's got little babies, siblings at home yeah. that cry all night that sometimes their parents are asking them to help take care of, yeah. even though they're only four or five years old or they're, or they're sharing about with the sibling or like, or, you know, there's yeah. a lot of people in the same room. And so like, they just didn't sleep. So they come in and they were just exhausted. And so I do like all my like teaching playtime, all that stuff would be like in the morning. And so then when they came back from like lunch and recess, we do like some like, like quiet toys and whatever, like yeah. maybe like do like puzzles or like color by numbers and like things like that. And then we do like our bathroom break and then we do nap time and whoever, like I would turn the lights on after an hour, I wouldn't wake anybody up. I just leave them <laughs> sleep. I'm like, the lights are on. Whoever is awake can like play with stuff and like, they don't have to be quiet or anything because rest time is over. But like, if you need to sleep, like you need to sleep. Like, you're out, you're out. Yeah. Like, Even our high schoolers, we got a futon this year and then a couple like comfy chairs. Yeah. And the number of times people come in and are like, is he sleeping? Yeah. Not probably. Like, Do you want me to turn the lights out? I'm like. No, I mean, he's no, 16 he's, years old. If you yeah. sleep with the lights on and you guys begin... I, oh. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, one of the things about compassion fatigue is, like I said, we're both Enneagrams too, Enneagram yeah. twos, so we're like, I love you and I need you to know it. Yeah. And also, let me take everything hard from you. Yes. So that you can live yeah. your best life. Oh, yeah. And when you deal with kids in a public school system mm-hmm. who maybe don't have support at home or the parents are just exhausted and don't know how yeah, else to like, support just them. working, you know, three or four jobs right. or whatever it is. That, there's like, no time to be at home. Now you are caring for however many kids are in your class mm-hmm. and they're, you know, did you eat today? Have you slept today? Yeah. You know, did you have a chance to... All that Maslow shit where you have to figure out all of their, like, basic needs <laughs> yeah. before you can do anything else, but they don't... But, like, administration doesn't care about the rest of it. They no. They care, but they're, like, it's not on their priority list. Like, it's no. not at the top of the priority list like right. it should be. You're, like, <laughs> so, um, numbers will come maybe after that. After that. But after also, I figure out all the safety concerns in the yeah. classroom, then we'll talk about, you know, the letters of the yeah. alphabet. Yeah, and I feel but, like, like you and I are very similar in this and for me as a high school teacher I'm actually a little bit in the weird category of this like I can tell you my students names Mm -hmm. whether or not they have siblings what they like to do for fun Mm -hmm. what kind of stress has been going on in their lives Mm -hmm. um what classes they struggle with Mm -hmm. like I can give you a book on each of my kids mind you at the high school level we have a hundred kids yeah. Plus their friends who come hang out that I learn about. <laughs> I mean, so there's probably yeah. a solid 60 kids I could just rattle off information about. Yeah. Did I pee today or drink water? No. No. Nope. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. Like, all of my kids, all 
people like but everybody had a water bottle that had their name on it half of them were funded by me of course <laughs> and so right. like it's so like they all everybody had water in their water bottle every single day i forgot that water existed for me every day every right. day it'd be like 2 p.m and i'm like why do i have a headache oh yeah because i'm super dehydrated because i haven't drank water for the last like eight hours i like yelled at a kid and then was like i'm so sorry i just yelled at you i just remembered i did not eat breakfast i'll be yeah. right back yeah right <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back in a second sometimes i sometimes i just like my kids will come up they'd be like you know you hear your name like a bazillion times a day and so i was like sometimes i'd just be like i can't talk to anyone right now and they're like miss hunter miss hunter miss hunter i'm like i need you to i i need to not talk to anybody for the next like 30 seconds miss hunter nope i need to not talk to anybody my kids for 30 got, a, seconds. got a picture of me i think i also get like migraines and stuff yeah and and like i said dealing with kids is fine it's the analysis yeah, it's, yeah. Really stressed me out. Oh, for sure. So they came in one day, and I literally was curled up in a ball on our chair with my hoodie up and the mm-hmm. drawstring pulled. Yeah. Like, on my phone. Yep. And I think I had headphones in, too. And the kids, like, came in, and they were so loud, and they were like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just... I just needed this... Just needed mo- to be, like... I needed this moment to myself. Yep. For a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And we, like... I sh- we shared a, cl- a shared classroom at the high school, so I couldn't lock them out because my coworker had yeah. called them in. Yeah. And she was like, is that okay? And I was like, as long as they don't interrupt my bubble, like, yeah. I don't care. I just need my own space But yeah, moment. I think the, the compassion fatigue of, like, you are so many things to so many people... And you just want to be there for them in every way that you possibly can because you care about them so much. You want them to be set up yeah. for success. But then it ends up, like, for, like, us, it ends up being, like, to our own detriment because then, like you said, we don't take care of ourselves because we're so worried about taking care of others. Yeah. That, like, it's just then then we totally neglect everything that yeah. we need. One, and even just the, like, you are running all day. Yeah. And I know I've seen a couple of things. I think it would be really fun because I tell my husband sometimes – the count of, like, how many decisions oh, teachers have yes. to make in a day. Oh, Because oh I'll come gosh, home so and I'm like, I can't make dinner. And he's like, well, what's for dinner? And I can rattle it off and I can tell him what he has to do. And he's like, what's the problem? And I was like, well, then I have to decide how high to turn the heat up. And yep. that's one too many things. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. I was like, I'm, I have to I can't pick make... a pan and I can't do it. <laughs> we were, we're, I was talking with um, Brian last night. I came back from that, like, trip. And I was still, like, coming down. Um, and trying to, like, we're talking about, like, what the next couple weeks are going to look like. We're closing our house on Friday, but we're, like, trying to, like, set it all up next week and then move the following week. So we're, like, so we have, like, a very, like, schedule this next, like, couple weeks. Um, and so we're, like, talking about it. He was talking about how he wants to have, like, a calendar, you know, for, like, all the things that we should be doing to, like, maintain our house. Like, things that only happen, you know, once a year or mm-hmm. every other year, whatever it is. Which, you know, is a great idea, but he's trying to, like, cash out these plans, like, in the moment. And I was, like, I cannot handle this decision making right now like my brain <laughs> tapped i was like i can't i was like we need a table i'm like because i like the idea i do have some other things i want to like contribute to it or like maybe like change a little bit i'm like i can't do it now <laughs> like i can't i don't have the space for that and it sucks that it happens so much more during the school year like that was just like from like a vacation just from like travel right. anxiety but like during the school year like i told my friends i was like I am a shell of a person when I come home. I have nothing left to give. I'm like, I don't have any other, like, I don't have compassion to give other people. I don't even have space for, like, myself to do anything. I don't have anything to give myself to, like, have myself go through the rest of the day. Like, I just exist as a person when I walk in the door. I, like, do whatever I I need for my dog to live. (laughs) And then, like, and then that's pretty much it. Then I'll just, like, I'll be doom scrolling through TikTok or I'm, like, watching a show that I've watched a bazillion times that I need comfort. We were talking about we both, like, playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. And my friends are like, oh, I think you'd be great at running it. And I'm like, I would be great if I didn't 
run my classroom every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, I don't even I have all those skills and I use them all too much. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, I can't. I mean, I don't have the mental space for that. Like I just I don't have the mental capacity. So when I was describing to my friend who lent me that book to read, I was like, I'm I'm just now becoming like from brain frog. And that's what contributed to a lot of my burnout like this past school year was when I started so in IPS, they are closer to the year-round school system. So they have, it's only six weeks of summer. And then you do, like, you get three two-week breaks during the school year. So yeah. you get two weeks for fall break, two weeks for winter break, and two weeks for spring break. And so, which I thought I was going to hate, because coming from Wisconsin, you know, you have a long yeah. summer, and, like, you can't start school since September, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, when I got to Indianapolis, it was really nice. Like, I got to breathe during the school year, because we got these, like, breaks in yeah. the year that were longer breaks. So I could, like, have a full week to myself, and then have a full week to, like, catch up on school stuff if I wanted to. Yeah. But, like, it was really nice to, like, have a break, whereas, like, Wisconsin's just, you just grind during the whole school oh, yeah. year. You have minimal breaks. The whole school is just a grind. So, like, last school year, when or, like, during the 2020-21 school year... Um, when we were virtual, you know, 90% of the year until, you know, MPS decided to go back in the last, like, six weeks or whatever the hell it was. Because <laughs> that was a good idea. <laughs> um, they, like, um, I... I couldn't, I couldn't recover. Like, I was I was working so hard during that whole virtual year. And, like, I'd wake up at, you know, like, 6 a.m. I'd start working at 6.30 and then I wouldn't stop working until, like, 8 p.m. And so it'd be, like, you know, 13, 14 hours of working every single day for, like, most of the school year. Right. And then by the time, like, summer rolled around, I did not recover that summer. Like, I, like, I normally, by the end of the school year, you know, get recovered. I've had time to myself. I can think again. And now I'm ready to hit the ground running again next school year. I did not have that time. It was the first year that that's happened to me where, like, I'm, like, I am not prepared mentally anymore. Like, I'm, like, I still haven't recovered from last school year. And now I'm trying to start this new school year. And then I got all those curveballs thrown at me when right. the first, like, month. And I was, like, I am still, like, spinning, spinning. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, like, I, I can't. Didn't make it. I can't, like, catch my breath. So I told my friends, I was like, I need to, like, take a break. I was like, I can't. Like, I want to go back. And I have my lifetime license after this year, and I want to go back. I'm like, but I I can't go back Well, and it's right now. It's interesting because, yeah, I've only taught in school districts like this one in Wisconsin where, mm-hmm. yeah, the school year is just a grind. Yeah. And you're like, well, you get spring break. And I'm like, yeah, great. So I slept for two days. Yep. And then got an oil change because mm-hmm. I couldn't do that while working mm-hmm. and have a doctor's appointment. Yep. And that's my week. Like, yep. yep. And I all had to, the like, things I couldn't do because... Tidy up and neglected, like, home that I've right. had, like, for the last, you know, like, six months. Right. To try to, like, catch up on some of that, but I never do as many things as I wanted to. Pretty much just, like, a vacuum and a sweep and I call it a day because that's all the right. energy I have. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it's like... And I try to, my best friend teaches in Illinois, and we yeah. try to twice a year go out of town, and if we can, take a day off work. Yeah. And so, you know, my husband's like, well, maybe you just need to take a day. And I'm like, do you know how much work it is for me to, to take, take a, a day. day off? Yeah. I took so many days off this year, like, towards, the, like, the second half of the semester, because I was, um, the second semester, because I was, like, so burnt out, and I I normally never take sick days. Never. And so, like, um... I, I was talking to my therapist about it, and she was like, she's thinking, well, what are you going to do to survive the rest of the school year? And I was like, I don't know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm trying to survive. <laughs> like, Bitch, I'm paying you <laughs> bitch, I'm to pay- tell me what I'm going <laughs> to do. Like, figure it out for me. That's why I'm here, Amanda. <laughs> God, Amanda. <laughs> I love my therapist. She's great. But she's like, because I had, um, towards the end of the school year, I was like, oh, I'm having these really good moments with, like, my kids. And it makes it, like, sometimes, like, whenever those good moments happen, then I'm like, maybe I will go back next year. <laughs> she was like... Like, but you're not going to, right? Like, yes, please don't. But you're not going to. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I don't think. But like, no. <laughs> but, like, but I remember when I was seeing a therapist about work stuff, and yeah. I like, 
vented all this stuff. And then she's like, well, it sounds like you're doing the best you can in the situation at hand. And yeah. I was like, I don't that's like not, that. That's not good enough. Nope. I need more things. <laughs> and she was like, well, you could change the situation. And I was like, you know what? It sounds yeah. like I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Literally, it sounds like I'm doing, yeah, it sounds like you're right. I'm doing the best you're right. I can. You're right. You're we'll right. Back that up. She was like, you got sick time, right? And I was like, yeah, I do. She was like, so why don't you, why don't you take sick days? And I was like, I don't, I can't. Like, there's nobody else to watch my classroom. I'm like, we don't have subs in the district. Yeah. I don't have an assistant to take over, like, the lead in my classroom like I normally do. Like, so normally, like, there's somebody in there every day that knows the routine. So if I leave, I still get a sub, but then my assistant just takes over. And so she yeah. knows all the routines. She can do everything. And I know it's going to go smoothly because I've been blessed with never having, like, a bad, like, partner in the classroom yeah. except for there was one for like a brief period but she's gone now <laughs> but like but like I've been really lucky with like all my partners in the classroom and like this year like not having that just like fully yeah me. so you're like I have to write detailed lesson plans because yeah. my students thrive on consistency yes um I have to give them warnings and notes about yep. the kids who are going to get set off because yep. they're going to mm-hmm. and um I Even ask. though I'm home, I will probably check my email a couple times and have yep. parents texting me. Yep. I teach at high school, so my students text me yes. <laughs> when I'm not at work. They're like, yo, where are you? And I'm like, shh. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> New phone, who did? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and it just... It's so much work to be gone for a day. It's so much work. So much work to try to set everybody up for success, and then yeah. the sub doesn't even open the plans. Or yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I come back and my classroom is like a mess. I left for like an hour once to go to an IEP meeting for a kid that wasn't even mine. It was like because they, they were all, like, I get all the kids who are transitioning from birth to three to like into like a regular yeah. IEP, and so they're and so I have to like sit in all these meetings for kids that just like live near the school or go yeah. to daycare near the school or whatever, and so I'm sitting in this meeting for a kid I don't know. And there's an assistant who, uh, like, a pair who kind of floats around the school who had been in my classroom a lot of times. And so he was watching my classroom while I was gone. And I cut, and I come back in, and my kids had opened up the sensory bin that I had not opened or introduced yet for, like, the contents inside. And it was rice that was in there. There was rice. I walk in, my kids are throwing rice at each other. There's rice all over my classroom. I was gone for an hour. And I was like, all they are going to do is do playtime. Like, that's all I need. I'm like, they're finishing up an activity, then give them their name so they can, like, go do playtime. And, like... And then I come back, I'm like, all of this is happening. So we all had a real good come to Jesus talk <laughs> after that. And then I was, like, really miffed because he was like, oh, well, um, this kid said it was okay. Who was, like, my kid was, like, the most unreliable child in the class. You're like, like who lies all the time. And I'm they, like. They that, are four. I'm like, plus, I'm like, that's the child that you thought was going to, like, tell you the truth. And what, you've been in here before, right? <laughs> like, you've been in here. Like, that kid's not going to tell you the truth ever. Right. The so. one year I, my lesson plans literally said, like, I would warn the kids that I wasn't yeah. going to be there. And my lesson plans, I think there was three or four kids, high school kids, that mm-hmm. I'd be like, after you take attendance, write this kid a pass to go here. Because yep. they yep. they don't do subs. Yep. Like, don't argue. Don't yep. try to convince them to stay. Uh, nope. Just nope. write them a pass. Write them a pass. I, actually, I'll do it and laminate uh, it and you just hand this to them yep. after attendance. And I still had subs who were like, well, the kid threw a fit because I wouldn't let him leave. And I'm like. Yeah, I said notes to let I him leave. I did warn you of that. Yep. <laughs> like, yep, yep. My, like, I had a, or I had played, uh, I let my kids, like, play, like, computer games one day because they, like, or they had, like, a surprisingly good day. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we'll do, like, computers. We'll do Chromebooks and stuff. And then you can play on, like, BBS Kids and shit. And so 
Um, but typically, since my kids are four and five, they don't know how to navigate a Chromebook. Um, if I'm going to do like an online activity with one of our learning platforms, I'll set them up on that page on their Chromebook when I'm going to do that. So I'll like sit down in the morning and go through everyone's Chromebook, set them, put them on that page, you know, and I'll close it. So it's in sleep mode. So all I have to do is open it and they're there where they need to be. And so I told, I had like written at the top of my sub plans, I wrote or in the sub plans, no Chromebooks, no Chromebooks. All the stuff that you need is on the table that you need, like everything you need is just on that table right in front of you. And then I found out that they did use Chromebooks and then one of my kids was miffed because they got scolded by a teacher across the hall for like playing games and stuff on the Chromebook. I'm like, that's because it was still set to games because that was what we had done for like a reward. And so then he was like, oh yeah, like a lot of kids like logged out, they didn't know how to log back in and blah, blah, blah. Because like, they weren't supposed to be on there. <laughs> like, because they weren't supposed to be on them. There's a reason you don't have the directions for helping them with that activity. So ridiculous. I was so irritated. He had, like, been, like, checking. He was, like, another sister in our school who, like, has been, um, like, not helpful. for. He's been in the district for a long time. It's not helpful in any room that they've been moved to. And so that's who they left in charge of, like, my very violent four-year-olds. And I was like, that's a good good plan. That's going to go well. Yeah. Yeah, it's so hard, like, when teachers acknowledge burnout... Yeah. And then it's like, okay, great. So what's the solution? Um, <laughs> leave a job. Yeah. I can't. It's going to mm-hmm. cost me three grand. Yeah. And then just the stress of having to sell yourself to a not teaching job. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know if you, I'm sure you had this too, where, like, even, like, during school, when I was, like, going to school for education, I got, like, so much, like, so many scoffs, so many, like, sideways comments about it. I remember I was working at, like, Walgreens when I was in school, and there was, it was the recession, so some dude had, like, had a corporate job, got fired, and I was working at Walgreens with me. And so, like, and so we're, like, fixing an aisle at the end of the night, and he was like, oh, you're in school. And I was like, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, that must be hard. And I was like, yeah, college is hard. I'm like, but I like the classes that I'm in, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what's your major? And I was like, oh, I'm going to school for early childhood education. He was like, oh, so it's not that hard. Yeah. I'm like, cool, cool. That's So that's yeah. what we're going to start off at. I was right. like, that's, that's great. And so, like, all those, like, just demeaning, demoralizing comments. Right. About and then such it, an important career. Right. And <laughs> then, like, okay, so I decided I want to leave teaching, and I'm going to go find an office job. And now I have to be, like... I swear, I do know how to use Google Drive, and oh, I know God. how to do this, and I know, like... Yeah, you have to, like, market yourself yes. as an employee, like, not even as, like, like, because I feel like I have to, like, justify, like, that I still have skills, even though I was a classroom teacher. Right. Like, like I know I work with way. four-year-olds, but, but I can work with adults. But I also served as IT for the entire school. But I also did, like, all of these things. Also, I have randomly had, like, older children drop in my classroom, so I can crisis manage really well. I right. less. So you have to, like... And that's why I really liked, so I told you I took that, like, that course, um, teacher career coach, which was really helpful because, like, they're, they had, like, a whole, um, uh, like, page that would help you translate your classroom skills mm. to, like, corporate speak and, like, how that would, like, translate over, which is really helpful because, like, I was, like, I don't feel like I have anything that translates because they, they basically tell you you can't do anything else with your teaching degree right. while you're a teacher because, you know, they it don't. says on your license that you're yeah. a teacher. So, like, why you can't do anything else. So, were now. you able to find something else then? Nope, not yet. I'm not still yet. looking. Oh. I'm still looking. Well, because I haven't been able to apply until, okay, like, but you're moving and stuff. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm, like, one life change I'm, at a time. Yeah, because I decided that I, I don't just do one thing at a time. It's got to be lots of things all at the same time. Bro, same. Like, so I tell you that when I got, so when I got married, um, I got married in 2019 in like March. And so we had also decided that we we're moving back to Wisconsin. 
um, at that point after the school year was done. So I was like, so I decided that the week of my wedding was going to be a really good time to also have a job interview and a school in Milwaukee. So I was like, I'm already in town. This will be fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was like the week of my wedding and I'm like, I had to do like a model lesson. It was like a three hour interview. Like, oh my gosh. Like, also, I'm getting married. So can we like hurry this up? The yeah. wedding's in an hour. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, they're like, so what brought you in town? I'm like, oh, I'm getting married on Saturday. And they're like, oh, I did not get that job. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Cause it ended up being like a charter that I definitely did not want to work no. for anyway. Cause they, they'd be doing too much. <laughs> yeah. And the last, so like talking about burnout, the last thing I had in my notes is like, you know, you're managing the workload mm-hmm. and you're being everything all the time to your kids. Yeah. And then you're out, like you're, yeah, you're tapped out. So yep. then not if, but when crisis happens for you personally, mm-hmm. there's nothing left. Oh yeah. There's nothing left. <laughs> Plus, I, like, I didn't realize all like the, like, like PTSD that I now like have mm-hmm. from like being teaching, especially like. Especially in, like, this day and age because of all of the mass shootings and things. Like, we had... So, I was at a bachelor party this past weekend, and um, there was a protest going on at, like, the square that we were at, and we're on, like, a trolley tour. And our driver um, is talking to somebody, and he's, like, trying to reroute us because the roads are closed because this protest is going on. He knows the roads were going to be closed. And then he hears, like, he's like, oh, yeah, there was, like... Um, a shooting so like we don't know like where to go and I was like and we were sitting like right behind the driver me and my friend and so and I was like there was a shooting I was like oh and so she was like I don't feel safe can you take us back to like the thing and he was like no we're just gonna keep going with the tour and I was like I was like freaking out I'm like I'm like having like flashbacks of the school year because my school I've heard gunshots around my school yeah like because it's not in a like super like safe yeah we've area. Had soft, soft lockdowns is what we yeah call them. yeah exactly like you're yeah, like, you keep going probably Just don't leave the building yeah like, okay so I'm like all right so like I'm having like like I'm like ready to cry on this trolley tour and I was like texting my husband I'm like I have avoided school shootings for this entire year. And I was like, I was not. And I have not. <laughs> I have I, six I, years. I don't, I'm like, I made it six years. I was like, I don't need today to be the day that like, I, I, and it was like, and I was like, where does this happen? Like, so we know where to avoid it. And he was like, oh, we don't know yet. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I am like not okay with this. And so like, he didn't want to go back. And all the people around were like, so dismissive. And I was super not okay. And I didn't realize it was because like of the school year. Like, I can't like. I have so much anxiety now, like, from that experience that, like, I'm, that's only, like, one of the PTSD things that have, like, popped up. Yeah, well, and I know, I'm 100% sure there's going to be others. So, I live in Kenosha, and I know you won't, haven't lived in Kenosha in a while, mm-hmm. but when um, the shooting happened here, yeah, and all the protests mm-hmm. here in Kenosha, the school I was working at was Did right believe, downtown. I was here for, I think. I was back in, was that between, which one? We're talking about Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was here. I was. I had moved back in 2019, and so mm-hmm. I was teaching oh, at a school. In, yeah, you were in Kenosha. Yeah, right here, and so I mean, our the whole city was shut down for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Mind you, my husband and I live close enough to the border that we yeah. we literally like had a pile of all of our important papers on the on the table next to the two cat carriers, <laughs> and had already set up with a friend in Illinois yeah. to go to her house if we needed to, because yeah. there was a couple, you know neighborhoods that got burned you know yeah. and looters and yeah. they were and we're like watching the news do we have to leave do we have to leave mm-hmm. and then still had to come back to work yeah and then still had to go to work as if nothing and the had school happened. that i was teaching at was two blocks from all of the stores that were burned down 
I cannot. And like, so then we have to go back to school. And then we have to tell the kids that we're so glad to see them. Uh-huh. Which, like... And, like, be that emotional support for them when you're not okay emotionally either. And so, yeah. like... Yeah. And then, like, a kid doesn't show and we're like, has anyone heard from his family? Does yeah. reach does, out? Does because we saw there? this tragedy happen. Yeah. And we don't have all the details. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... Can we reach out to the family? Can we? And we, I mean, we did. We had one of the families at our school. The mom was killed and all of that. Yeah. So then we're collecting clothes and Mm -hmm. doing all this. But at the same time, like, I still didn't put my important paperwork back for months. Yeah. Because then, you know, a couple months later, then we find out the day the trial was supposed to happen, they closed our school down. Yeah. They made us go virtual that day because they anticipated something something happening and they didn't want us in the building. Yeah. Actually, I think, if I remember right, one of the times they closed us for this, for the Jacob Blake incident, um, the kids were virtual, but they still made us teachers go in. That's great. I hate that shit. I hate it so much. Um, and we watched from our, from my classroom, Mm -hmm. the National Guard used our parking lot. Great. Awesome. And then came in and used our bathrooms. So like. That's not triggering or anything. For us to be like, one, we have to be here today and hope I can get home at the end of the day and yeah. that shit doesn't start. And two, the military is now on the premises. So yeah. for all of our kids who live in the neighborhood, I mean, because the schools here in town are in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So there's kids who can watch from across the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We currently have military in our building, mm-hmm. but it's totally safe, I promise. Yeah, it's probably fine, though. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. You can just go to school. It's fine. Don't even think about it. Yeah. And the, like, the, the cognitive dissonance, like, I literally... Have to separate myself from. You have to like dissociate. Yeah. You you just survive. You have to. Like it's like very terrible. I was like, and after like Uvalde, I was like really struggling. Like I think that whole like week, I was really struggling. Because then like that same week, I think we heard like we heard gunshots at our school that week. Yeah. Like I was out of our school building, so I was like triggered and like and I was like texting like Brandon about it. And Ryan was like, he's like, tries to be like as sympathetic as he can, but it was hard for him to feel like empathetic because he's never been in that situation yeah. before. And then he like, it was a story from like that te- from the teacher who passed away, how her husband passed away, like from like grief and whatever yeah. else. And so he was like, and um, he's heard like some more stories and everything. He's like, it became like really <laughs> real. He's like, of all the, the things that like were happening, he's like, it was really wild to like think about how like you might just not come home one day. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but that's like a reality for sure. Like, uh-huh. especially like for like where we like teach. Yeah. That's for sure a reality. Well, at the high school, we had, we had, um, the fire, a fire at the high school. Yeah. So our system, and it was in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. So we have a fire. I, like, get all the kids outside. I'm yeah. freezing. I didn't grab my coat. Update. <laughs> if you live in Wisconsin. <laughs> you need to have your coat. And the fire alarm goes off. You have to grab your grab coat. Grab your coat. Yeah. Like, they tell they you don't, to grab anything, but you grab your coat. They don't tell you that in elementary school. <laughs> nope. But I'm telling you now, we're amending the rules officially. Grab your fucking coat. Right? Grab your coat. So I was outside or in a you're t-shirt. A fr- you're the dying of fire or you're dying of frostbite. You could pick I which literally, one, like, I was I like, tomorrow's <laughs> lesson is going to be about hypothermia. <laughs> because I was freezing. Yeah. And we had to wait for the school buses to come yeah. and pick us up. So the, the procedure is they come and pick us up. If we can't go back in the building right away, they come mm-hmm. and pick us up and bus us to another building. Yeah. And then the kids get to go home from that building. Mm-hmm. So first of all, a bunch of kids just drove home and we got in They're trouble for not like, keeping them on campus. What? And I was like, bro, it's cold. Bye. I, like, right. Like, I'll see you. Like, um, Be safe. 
nothing's happening for the rest Gotta of the day. Gotta go like, with you. No. Like, you can just go. But then as a teacher, like, I have to wait with the kids. And yeah. then wait on the bus with the kids. And then yep. wait at the other building. And then I get to mm-hmm. the other building. And, you know, the whole thing is mass chaos, obviously. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Because I'm like, how are we getting, like, my car is still at school. Yeah. Like, do I need to call my husband to come get me? And they're like, yeah. well, you can't leave till all the kids are gone. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, are you going to pay me the extra time for me to be here? Or? Oh, no. The kids were, the kids were, we were, we were out of students an hour before our contracted time was up. And you still had to stay for the And I still hour. had to stay for the extra hour. I hate everything. Even though I was I bet through all freezing. that drama. I no, so like we it. get to this other school. So we have a fire. We get to another high school. We're yeah. all bust there. They're on lockdown. Oh, cool. Nobody cool. told us. Great. That sounds like a good A student situation. had made a threat and they had locked it down. And so we were... We were going into the building, but only into the auditorium, not the rest of the building. And they had the rest of the school locked down. I didn't find out till after the fact. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's what being a teacher is. That's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> like, that, was that, do you, which, that's your mo- what was your most chaotic day? Absolutely. <laughs> As a teacher, my, like... <laughs> well, and, like, you know, you're not... I don't know. I... That kind of situation, I'm not in control of anything. Yeah. So there's a, a part of me that's like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Whereas when there's stuff in my classroom, that usually stays with me longer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but as far as like, I mean, I was outside for 45 minutes freezing. Yeah. And then found out someone was like, I heard the other high school was in lockdown. And I was like, cool. I'm here. So I hope not. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? like, I'm already here. Yeah, no. I'm already in it. <laughs> we yeah. are in it. <laughs> but yeah, so the burnout of like, when you are giving and doing so much yeah. that you are out, and then the life demands more of you because it will, uh, uh, yeah, and then you have nothing left to give. I know. I like. I like. I feel like my like my marriage struggled a lot, not because of the pandemic, like at all, but it was because of like teaching during mm-hmm. the pandemic. I feel like we would have been fine, but like I. But I was not fine. Well, like, like it you had said, nothing to do with our relationship. There's <laughs> do with that. a communication you have to learn where you have to, your partner has to be okay with you saying, I can't have this conversation right now. Yeah. Oh, oh my absolutely. God. I love you and I so want to talk through this. Yeah. But like we and have to table it. I have to sleep first. Yeah. <laughs> for 14 yeah. hours. Yeah. That was like, we had to do that so many, like we had to do it like a little bit. Like we learned it, like luckily we learned that like early ish. Like, in our relationship, I think in, like, the first year we figured that out, like, with us, but I don't think he realized how often we're going to have to use it, like, mm-hmm. especially this past year of, like, I'm like, I just don't have the space for this. I can't talk about it. I don't have the space for it. I can't, like, I, I like, feel like he might have been going through stuff during the school year, and I did not have the space to, like, be there yeah. for anybody except for myself because I couldn't handle myself either. Right. Which and I couldn't so, handle her. Which like as an Enneagram too is like the worst nightmare. <laughs> like you only want to be there for other people and so when you can't even like yeah. don't even have the energy to do that, it sucks. I feel like my friends were like struggling a little bit this year and I had to like follow up with that I would do the, the apology tour at the end of the school year Aww. of like hey like I'm really sorry that I wasn't as like present as I could have been or I wasn't as like available for you as I could have been. And like I love you and I empathize with you and I still like I hope that like we're okay. And they were all like totally fine. They were all like yeah. like like because you know we're all friends like they yeah. all knew that I was like really struggling too so like yeah. obviously they're not gonna hold anything against me no. bless them but like I uh, like I felt really terrible so then it's like the guilt so now I'm guilt from teaching from leaving teaching and then guilt from like from like neglecting my friends yeah. and like family all year and just like not being not being present which yeah. sucks I'm still not present <laughs> like still right. coming, still you're coming still out of it <laughs> still coming out of it I know and then as soon as you're like I think I'm recovered 
But yeah. I wonder how that kid is doing. Yeah. And you're like, no, literally, that's all I think about. I have, like, some stuff that I wanted to, like, mail all my kids after the school year was over. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. Like, one of these weeks, I'm like, do I need to do this? No. Do I need to spend more? Like, I'm not even teaching anymore. I'm about to spend more money on my kids. Just, like, <laughs> signing them shit over the summer. I just love those little nuggets so much. But, yeah. like, I just, like, I, I can't, also can't, like, be everything for them. I felt really bad because, like, a lot of the toughest part is, like, since, like, pre-k is like their first year in school it's like so hard for some like my new parents especially to like leave them there all day and like trust that they're going to be okay all day and so like and then when they finally feel really comfortable at the end of the school year which is great i love that um then they're like oh now someone is going to be coming to school next year which is like their other kid and so like at the end of the year like pre-k graduation came around and they're like they're like my little little one's so excited to see you next year and you're like, like I am so sorry. Like, I'm not going to be here next year. And they're like, oh, what school are you going to? And I'm like, I am not going to any school at all Uh, for a while. Which is, like, another conversation. And, like, I didn't want them to feel like their kid was a reason that I'm leaving. And so I'm like, it is nothing to do with, like, your kids or any of these kids. Like, I love them all. Like, did they put, they made me earn my paycheck every day of the school year this year? Absolutely they did. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) they did. But, like, like, also they're just trying to figure out how to be people. And I would never hold that against them. No. Never. Never. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, I really struggled this year with pouring so much into our high school students. Yeah. And making our classroom a safe place for them. Yeah. And then they make a mistake and they're suspended for a week. Oh, yeah. And. <sighs> that's tough. That's school policy. And I can rage against it all I want, but yeah. I can't change it. Yeah. And then when they come back, my relationship with the student is a little bit weird. Yeah. Because. They felt safe coming, yeah. and then they, you know, were doing what... I mean, I have a kid, he was suspended for um, possession on campus, mm-hmm. and then when he came... We didn't see him for a couple days, and then when he came back, he was like, oh yeah, I was at some hotel smoking all weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, that great. wasn't safer or healthier. Yeah, it wasn't or, great. Like, my, like, my, I have some parents, like, we don't have any issues, like, obviously, like, obviously. previously <laughs> suspended, but, like, I had, like, when I would talk to, like, a, I had a lot of times where I would talk to a parent about, like, kids' behavior, and they would keep them home the next day, or they keep them oh. home, like, for two days, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I need them to come here the next day, so yes. that way they can fix it, and it can be better. Like, yes. I can't, if you keep them home, like, I understand, like, that's, like, you're trying to, like, have their bit like that's your disciplinary action that's like the punishment like but i need them to come back and like restore what they yes. what they what that's why i feel you know with the like, high school kids like yeah well he's in trouble and i'm like send him home for the rest of the day and then have him come and back then, and try again like he doesn't get a backpack on campus that's fine yeah that would be totally logical yeah but also like because it's high school and me and my coworkers, like we call ourselves less trace madres the yeah. three moms but like we will give you shit about it yeah like hey can i go to the bathroom or do you really need to go to the bathroom do you actually which of your friends are in the bathroom? Yeah. Who's texting you right now and telling you to meet them in the bathroom? Yeah. Can I see your Like, yeah. we are all up in their business. Trust yeah. me. Being here is more miserable for them. <laughs> like, right? Like, you yeah. got suspended because you were stoned last week. Mm. How are you doing today? Mm. Hmm? How's that going? Hmm? How's Can that you going? open your eyes a little wider for yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, right? You got you the munchies? Right? That's, that's what I do love about, like, about teaching, like, about coaching uh, middle school. Well, first of all, I loved it because if they want to be there, they could just leave. Like, I was just like, I, I'm not required to keep you here. I'm not required to teach you anything. You can just go if you don't want to be here. Like, that's fine. There's no skin off my back. <laughs> like, right. you can just go. Bye, <laughs> Literally. And so I think we, like, volleyball was like a no-cuts program. We still cut a kid because his attitude was bad. And he was just trying to, like, oh dig God. around the whole time. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with that shit. Like, I don't have to deal with that. I'm not required to keep you here. Like, nope. you can go. Bye. And so, like, the other one, though, I loved, like, just digging around with them. 
That's great. I fucking love that shit. Because, like, my little ones don't understand. No. Like, they can play around as much as they can. Yeah. Some of them caught into my sarcasm by the end of the school year, and they yeah. gave me a good run for my money. <laughs> but, like... But for the most part, they're so the part, genuine. The yeah. high schoolers, absolutely. I can so I love it so much. I can definitely just shoot the shit with the older ones. That's the best. I love it. <laughs> um, I know you have other things to do. I don't want to keep you. Okay, so, the fine. last piece... Unless <laughs> you want to do your Zoom meeting from my house. <laughs> Sorry. Right? Um, the last piece oh, is... I know. Is it really? No, it's 12.38. Okay. Your phone is not... My, your my, watch is my not watch, set. My watch is still at Eastern time. This yeah. is fine. <laughs> your watch is set to the wrong time. The wrong time zone, because yeah. I was in Georgia. So yeah. <laughs> no, 12.30. Oh, okay, good. We have time. <laughs> okay, I got right. you. I have a Two of us with half a brain each can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. The yeah. last piece is, um, what is the next step we can take? Mm. So... I know for you, you made the decision that you need a break from teaching altogether. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what you think the next step for teachers are. Like, what kind of, if you're on the fence about it, what's your Mm -hmm. advice there? And then what is your advice for people who love teachers? For our husbands and friends and family (laughs) who love us. Like, kind of those two things. Oh, for, like, people who are, like, well, people who are, like, in the classroom are not really sure. Like, they, I, I... Oh, I hope they, like, have somebody they can talk to about the, their guilt. Because, mm-hmm. like, I still feel it, like, really badly. Like, I still cry, like, every other day about, like, leaving teaching. Because, like, I feel so bad about it and I want to be there. And teaching becomes so much of who you are. Oh, yeah. It's my core. Like, so, uh, have you have you ever seen Rise of the Guardians? No. It's a cartoon movie. And, like, and so, like, in the movie, there's a character who talks to, he has like, these Russian nesting dolls. And so he's at, challenging another person to, like, another character in the movie to, like, what is your center? Who is the core of, like, who yeah. you are? And so he goes through these nesting dolls of, like, this is how I see myself. Yeah. This is how other people see me. And so he goes through all the nesting dolls, and then that is very center. It's, like, a little someone with, like, really bold eyes, how he sees everything with wonder yeah. and like, the world and everything. And so I'm, like, a teacher is, like, my core being. Was, like, yeah. That's my center. And yeah. I was, like, and now I'm not going to do, like, my center anymore. Yeah. Which is the whole thing. So I'm, like, I hope that, like, even, like, my friend put it really nicely. She was, like, just because you're not in the classroom doesn't mean you're not a teacher anymore. Yeah. Which was really nice. Because I was, like, struggling. Yeah. I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm not going to be a teacher. I'm going to lose my identity. Like, all that. She was, like, you can still do that. Just not in the same setting. She's, like, you teach your friends every day. She's, like, you teach, like, your, like, relatives. She was, like, you can do a job that's just, like, teaching adults if you want. She was, like, you're not losing any of that part of yourself at all. Which was really nice for her. So, like, she's yeah. not even a teacher. She's also an Enneagram 2, though. So, so, it, does a, so it does track. Enneagram 2, unite. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so, like, I hope that, like, they can, like, I hope that's not the re- only reason they're staying. Because, like, I don't want the guilt to, like, keep you from, like, and plus, like, what was really nice, like, I had another teacher at the school who, um, she found out, like, this small school word chess really fast. Yeah. Like, that, like, I was leaving. And since, um, I was helping a lot of other teachers and stuff, I'd gone to, like, know a lot of other teachers. And so, they're like, I heard that you're leaving, you know, like... Are you, where, what school are you going to next? Because that's usually the question. Right. And so, um, and so, but one of the teachers that was like my like mama bear, I loved her so much. She was like, she was like, oh, she's like, I did that. She's like, I left teaching for a bit. And I was like, I was like, you did? She was like, she's like, yeah. She's like, I just, she's like, I was just really burned out for the first like couple of years. She's like, I just couldn't do it. She's like, so I left, and um, she's like, then after about, you know, somewhere between, like, uh, like seven years or something, she's like, then I came back. She's like, and now I love it. She's like, and now I'm, like, able to, like, be my best self here. I can leave work, work yeah. better and everything, and which was, like, a really good, like, yeah. motivator for me. Because, like, I do want to go back eventually, like, maybe. Yeah. But, well, I think, I mean, teaching in the pandemic, batshit crazy. Oh, wow. Absolutely. I think, and you did something, too, 
which I think is so helpful, is you you did try some different things. Mm-hmm. Um, my first teaching job, I loved it so much, and I cried when I left. Yeah. But I knew I had to leave because I had to move back home. Right. Um, and then I got this job at the elementary school, and I was there for three years, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. And um, if I had stayed two more years, I would have gotten the student loan forgiveness and all yeah. that. And I was like, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. No. And... But I, I seriously was like, I don't know if I can teach. Like, I'll just go work and make curriculum somewhere so yeah. I can use my skills. Yeah. But I knew that, it, for me, it was the adults I was working with. And so yeah. I was like, let me try a new building. I, That's Joe and I were engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I got, so I got in trouble for something <laughs> at a state level. There was some testing uh, issues, ugh. and I made a minor mistake, and it turned into a huge thing. I cannot with that shit. Um, <sighs> so I had to have a meeting with my boss about it, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to be in trouble about testing. Testing, which is the worst part of being yes, a teacher, and should not at all part. have any impact on my job. And so I'm meeting Absolutely. with her, and I'm anticipating that it's going to be me in trouble, and yeah. instead she offered me a job at a different building. Uh-huh. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And she's like, Absolutely. well, if you want to think about it. And I was like, nope, no. I don't need to think about it. And then I came home and was like, oh, my God, we're engaged to be married. And I just made a huge life decision and <laughs> did not ask you. I'm so sorry. And <laughs> Joe was like, what did you do? I was like, I got a new job. And he was like, oh, thank God. I would have been pissed if you said maybe. Because <laughs> he knew how miserable yeah. I was. Oh, like, absolutely. you have to try something new. And then see, like you said, talk to people and yeah. see where you're at. Because, like, that's what, that's one thing that um, Brennan's really figured out, I think, like, as, like, I've gone through, like, teaching. Because it's really hard. It's, like I said, I've said this over and over again. It's really hard for somebody outside of the classroom to understand what goes on inside the classroom. And honestly, even, like, my friends who were teaching but stopped teaching before the pandemic, like, they still don't even know, like, what the current climate is. Even if right. they were, like, as recent as, like, three years ago they were right. in the classroom, that still doesn't match what it is yeah. now. And so it's just so hard to, like, grasp your head around. But, like, I feel like... Like, the best thing that, like, he did was, like, actually to, like, sit and just, like, listen and stop trying to, like, come, like, I do this shit all the time because I'm all constantly, like, oh, yeah, I was right. That's similar to that. And that's how I connect yeah. with people. But um, I feel like sometimes people are, like, oh, I I know what it is exactly because I had something that's, like, vaguely yeah. similar. Whereas, I'm, like, really? this is just, no. like, a connection thing. This is a you're assuming that you know exactly yeah. what I what, But this is not the same thing. No. And, like, I need you just to listen and understand. Like, and, like don't scoff like the magnitude of it like I feel like like when I talk about like, stuff that happens in my classroom I'm talking about four and five year olds and so a lot of the times people yeah. are like oh it's not a big deal or oh that kid like kicked you like oh well they're four or yeah. five. Oh, it's not a big deal oh somebody like but I'm like no a child like threw a chair at me yeah. or like they like sat there and cussed me out like they were a grown ass adult right. <laughs> like, and, like, like and I couldn't do anything because they're five <laughs> yeah and, like or again like I have a kid like try to like cut me one day or like I have scars on my body now from being scratched and kicked yeah. and like punched and like nobody took that seriously because it was coming from a four and a five year old yeah. and I'm like like, I just need you to, like, if I say that this is, like, a very important thing and that this is, like, really affecting me, like, at work or, like, safety-wise, I'm like, I need you to take that with the same level of importance and urgency that I just expressed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, yeah. like, that is a really tough thing that, like, doesn't happen a lot of the time. Yeah. Which is really rough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't need you to be, like, in my shoes. But I need you to, like, sympathize with me at least. Like, just attempt to sympathize. Believe me when I say these shoes but, are uncomfortable. Yeah, believe me when I say these <laughs> shoes are real uncomfortable and I can't go on yeah. them anymore. <laughs> I think one of the most helpful things for me the last couple years has been um, having people to hold me accountable for taking care of myself. Yes. So. Yes. My friends and I play games twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I will show up. And they feed me, and 
I'm not allowed to do schoolwork while I'm at their house. Like, I love that. And, like, no, love we're that. playing a game right now. Yeah. So we need you yeah. to be here. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who pushed me to, like, take a day off. Like, I had, like, a panic attack um, after my twins rejoined my classroom. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, the week before spring break. Because they decided to start on the the, the Tuesday before spring break. Awesome. And I was like, great. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I, like, had a full-blown panic attack. And I had D&D on Wednesday. And so, like, <laughs> I had, like, just been two days, like, with my twins. And I was, like, freaking out. And I'm telling my friend who's a former teacher about it. And he was, like don't go in tomorrow. He's like, take yeah. a day. And I was like, I can't take a day off. Yeah. Because it's so much work to take yeah. a day off. He was like, don't go. He's like, he's like, yeah. you need to like, just take a day. So like, you need to, I'm like, well, spring break is two days away and blah, blah, blah. He's like, it doesn't matter. Take a day. <laughs> so I needed like, I needed that push though. Cause yeah. I needed that day. I needed it so badly. And yeah. I didn't realize how much I needed it. But like, yeah, friends who push you to do good things. Yeah. And even just like, Splendid. we go to our friends and they feed us. So yep. that's one more day. I don't have to cook yep. or do dishes. Yep. My sister, when she stops by. Pretty much anytime she comes by during the school year, she does mm-hmm. my dishes. Yeah. Like, she'll be like, I'm going to pick some stuff up, and then while we're here, I'll do your dishes <laughs> for you. Dishes. And I'm like, That's great. thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I love that. My friend Edith and I, we do trips twice a year, mm-hmm. and we like, okay, Milwaukee, are we taking off Friday or Monday? And we, yeah. like, both call in sick the same day and yeah. take a trip. And just those, like, reminders that I'm human. Yeah. And that there's something other than work. Because like you said, I come home from work. It's not like I don't do any grading at home. Nope. But I don't do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not even, like, a human, like, outside of work. Like, there's no, like, like... The, like, it's not even a work-life balance, it's just a work balance. So, like, yeah. I was able to function at work, and I'm able to kind of function outside of work, but not yeah. in the same capacity. When I first started teaching, um, I lived with my friend Christina, and I had a dry erase to-do list yeah. that I looked at every day because yep. I was so overwhelmed and, like yep. we said, done with making decisions. Yeah. But I couldn't relax yeah. because I would no. sit down and then be like, I think I forgot to do something. Yes. So I literally that's made it to do this. We didn't know that at the time. <laughs> but I literally, and I still have a document on my computer, but it literally is like, um, you know, finished grading or whatever yep. school tasks. Um, the sink is empty of dishes. I yep. took a shower. I brushed my teeth. Yep. I moved my body for 10 minutes. Yep. I, um, you know, and then like pick one, talked with friends or did something creative yep. or, you know, whatever. Something. And then like, if everything was crossed off, my, I could visually see like you have permission now to actually relax. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Yep. And like, I did, I had to do that for a couple of months because I just yep. was so, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, it's wild. Like, I had a friend who was like, she's so kind. She, like, she, we'd, like, talk every once in a blue moon. She'd be like, how's your heart? <laughs> like, that Aww. was, like, her opening question, which was, like, the sweetest. Also, an Enneagram, too. <laughs> so she, so she, yeah. She's the one who introduced me to Enneagram. <laughs> so she, she's, like, she's always, like, a very, very kind human. And she's, like, and so she's, you know, so usually her questions are, like, very, like, philosophical yeah. like that. We're, like, which was great though. Like, I don't I think I have to, one anymore. Right? And I was like, <laughs> it was really nice though, like to leave that like space. Like my friend, my teacher friends and I used to meet up sometimes for like we should do a, a wine and wine night. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Like, wine about school and then we drink wine and then like, but we had to put like a limit on it. So we, like, we'd talk, we were like, okay, we have an hour. We have an hour we can all vent. We can do whatever we need to do. And after that hour, we're not allowed to talk about school anymore. Like we yeah. have to like put a time limit on it or we'd give each other like time increments or whatever. Like you meant about yeah. this thing for like 10 minutes or whatever. If that 10 minutes is up, we have to stop and like let it go because otherwise it becomes like everything yeah. and time I'm so grateful in. for the coworkers I have because we're all very similar and very open about stuff. That's but great. it makes it so much easier because 
we will talk about work and students and yes. then in the next breath be like, oh, how is, you know, my one, how is your son doing? Yeah. How is your husband doing? Like, oh yeah, I don't just exist here as a teacher. Yeah. And my coworkers know me well enough to like know to follow up and ask yes. and I can share things with them and be like, you know, Absolutely. and then when I'm having a rough day and they're like, what, what's going on? I can be like, you know, it's stuff at home, you know, and I can explain and they're like, well, yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'll take my kids to the other room. You can have lunch by yourself today. And we can kind of support each other that way, which is really helpful. So I, um, yeah, I think, I was going to say, and I know I messaged you this when I sent a message on Instagram. (laughs) You have been such a cool support, quiet support, just on Instagram, (laughs) like sharing and posting and being like, this is what's going on. Yeah. And if you relate, this is for you. This is also for you. <laughs> and so even though we haven't talked, I was like, right. I'll just reach out because I know she feels the same. Right? Well, it's so hard to, like, reach out to people, like, during the school year. Like, also my apology tour is like, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Right. So, hi. I'm so sorry. It stopped existing. I know. <laughs> like, Jimmy, I finally followed up with him. I was like, I was like, how long has it been? It's been six months, huh? <laughs> Since I've talked to, like, one of my best friends. Literally stood in my wedding. <laughs> I didn't talk to him for good six yeah. months just because and then when your friends school. are I mean Edith and I are teachers so yeah. we'll be like are you alive yep. yeah you okay good? great <laughs> awesome like, <you're laughs> good right. talk yeah quick quick quality <laughs> check like my friend started to like drive like calling me on her drive home so it's like <laughs> so we'd been for about school for a little bit and then we'd be like all right I gotta go or if we both had a bunch of stuff to do outside of school we're like hey can you value double with me and we're yes. just like sit on the phone we'll be on Starbucks like, yeah I'm like I'm just gonna like do dishes and stuff while I'm talking to you on the phone because yes. I have to be doing something while you know on the phone. needing a body double is also a sign of ADHD <laughs> I didn't know that either until like so much later <laughs> until so much later and then I was like oh shit I was like oh I no that. I was like I, I might, that box as well yeah I just taught her because she's also realized that she has ADHD <laughs> so she was like so I taught her that term of body doubling a little bit ago she's like is that what it's called and I was like yeah it's great right she was like yeah I knew that shit all the, all the time yeah I was like yeah that's why hmm. I go along so well Mm, my favorite body doubles are my friend, my sister, and a TV show called Bones. Like, <laughs> yes. But me by myself it. with my thoughts, oh, absolutely never. not. I don't like there was I was like I have to like do something that's mind numbing so I don't think about things. And she was like, so what happens like when you stop doing those things? I'm like, I don't stop. I was I like, never I was like stop. she was like, how do you wind down at the end of the day? I was like, I don't. I was like, I literally don't. I just keep going until my body physically can't go anymore, and then I lay down, and then I go to sleep when I physically can't keep my eyes open anymore. Yeah. Like, and that's that's it. I, I thought that was a normal thing. My my mom was like, oh yeah, your dad does that, and I was like, all right, great. <laughs> so, I was like, so it must be normal. My dad so, does it too. So does your mom know that ADHD is hereditary? <laughs> that's right. I had, uh, with her, I have to like circle back. So I'd like bring it up once, and I was like, hey, I think I have ADHD. She was like, she's like, well, everyone does that. And then I'd bring it up again. I was like, hey, I think I have ADHD. And to explain the symptoms again that I think I was doing. She was like, well, I mean, like, maybe. But, like, are you sure? Blah, blah. And then I wait another month and I bring it up again. And then she's like, she's like, oh. So then I was finally, like, sinking in a little more. And she's like, mm, probably should have been a little easier on you than when we were growing up, huh? And I was like, well, we're all learning. Like, we're all, we're all figuring it out. Like, I didn't know either. So, you know, we're all on the same page. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, this podcast episode will come out after school year has started. <laughs> Fair enough. So, because I'm scheduling these on purpose so that I don't burn out when school starts. Yeah, that's um, trying to avoid. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> trying to avoid burnout. So I will re-listen to it when I'm in the middle of first quarter. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, knowing 
like you said, kind of having people to talk to who are good listeners and to have that conversation of like, I just need you to listen right now. Yeah. Just shut your face Mm -hmm. and listen to me. Yeah. Like my friend and I started texting reminders like to drink water or something like that. Like, hey, don't forget to drink your water. Hey, don't forget to do this thing. Because I'll remember if it's for somebody else. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Never. But for somebody else, The only reason I cook is because I have a husband that I feed. Right. Otherwise. Otherwise. Cereal and protein shakes for dinner. (laughs) Literally. So, yeah, I think... So for teachers to just really find your people, yeah. because I think we do need people to support, and the free people, the people who love us, yeah. help us remember that we are not just teachers. Yeah, and if you have a teacher friend, like it's so like like don't ask what can I do to help you because it's another decision that they have to make in the day on top of oh, all God. the other decisions that they have to make during the day. Just come so over just, and do the dishes. So just be like, hey, I'm trying to do acts of service for people. Can I come over and do your dishes or can I come over and vacuum for you or can I come over and just like be around while we're both like doing things because then you have already made the decision of how you want to help or like maybe yeah. you see them struggling in this part or hey, like, hey, can I bring you dinner over one day or hey, can I do this? Like just have an already an idea in your brain before you ask them like, hey, gonna do this because then it's just a yes or no answer that they need to think of and not a like hey if you ever need anything I'm around to help and like this is a really nice gesture and I know that you mean it but like I will not be able to make that decision in the moment to reach out and ask for that help no when so, I like, am like, a lump on the couch I also cannot text and ask for help. Yes, yes. So I'm like, but if you ask me, like, hey, can I come over and do your dishes? My answer is just going to be yes. yes. I don't have to think about it. Correct. <laughs> so, like, just already have an idea in mind. That's a really yeah. kind thing to do for to teach your friends, especially during the school year. During yeah. the summer, just leave them be. <laughs> during the summer. They're just trying to recover. Just <laughs> send want a shade drink. and water. I simply want to drink. Yes. Or Make sure their fridge is full. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> Something, something. Is your fridge is your fridge full? Do you have tiny umbrellas for your drinks? Yeah, do you have snacks? I know, right? That's what I texted my husband. I was like, on your way home, we are out of snacks. We are out of snacks, so if you can just fix that. We're trying to eat everything in the house right now before we move, and so there's like nothing in my home right now. And I'm like, I'm like, maybe I'll just buy some snacks though. But I know it's not just gonna be some snacks, so I'm gonna have to wait till my mom comes tomorrow so she can help me, (laughs) like crisis manage that situation. (laughs) Thank you so much for. Coming. I'm so, so grateful that you're here. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hopefully, after, maybe we can come back and you can talk more. And Yeah. And yeah. I heard it takes three to five years to recover from burnout, so I'm really excited to take all that time to recover. I'm really excited to start the countdown. I'm really excited to start that countdown, <laughs> countdown to maybe I'll feel better in a few years. Really check, in. check in. Check in. Um, annual check in. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you want to follow along um, on Instagram, it's dot teaching um you can find other podcast episodes on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, podbean um we are all over all over if you would like to be a guest or know someone who would like to be a guest you can send me a message on instagram if you just want to follow along she's very um, responsive (laughs) i am very responsive again with the whole not having a life Sitting mm. on my phone on Instagram mm. is easy. Oh, yeah. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't, don't call email me. me. Don't ever call me. But <laughs> you message me. So like on but you can media. send me a message on Instagram. Send me a TikTok. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. that's I don't use TikTok, but, yeah, that's during the school year. Send me funny Instagram mm-hmm. videos, and that's Absolutely. how you can love me. Absolutely. Um, so follow me there. Um, follow along. Thank you again for sharing your story, and hopefully – the job and the move-in stuff will go well. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Still, still in survival mode, so we'll see. Hopefully we recover and try. Yes, that's the goal. 